Христос рождается. Христос Янате. Христо Анасила. So, today as we, as we celebrate the Nativity of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I think it's important to really contemplate, you know, this great mystery of His Incarnation. How He, how he took flesh of the ever-Virgin Mary, how He emptied Himself, and He came in the form of a servant, and likened Himself to us, that He might liken us to Him. He's born eternally from the Father and chose that one day, two millennia ago, to be born as a man, emptying himself of his divinity, or at least of the prerogatives of his divinity, and coming in the most profound humility. And what, it does, what an awesome thing it is to have a humble God. Think about that. But our God is humble. He took on the form of a servant, the form of a slave. And became like us in every way. And not only that, he accepted to be reviled to be rejected, to suffer, and to die out of his love for us. That he might be born not just eternally from the Father, that he might not just be born as a man in the womb of Mary, but that he might be born in our hearts, so that we might be born in him. So that he takes flesh in us so that he, as it were, incarnates himself by grace in our souls. Not by nature, as when, as when he took flesh from the virgin, but by grace. And thus uniting us to himself <coughs> so that we might become partakers of his divinity so that we might share in his sonship to the Father, that we might be adopted sons and daughters of God, that sharing in that sonship, he unites us to himself in that most profound union, a union which respects our person, and yet, by which we, we find our true identity and the true meaning of our life by union with Christ. So that our true identity is hidden with Christ in God. If you want to find out who you are, first you have to know God. If you don't know God, you don't know who you are. You think you, you, think you do. Because our ego thinks that that's who we are. But that's, but that's a lie. Because our true identity has been known God, by God from all eternity. He spoke a word, his son. And through that word, 
He spoke every aspect of creation, including us, including each one of us in our uniqueness, including each one of us in that ultimate value that each person who is conceived has. That ultimate value of a human person from the moment of conception until we pass into eternity because our soul, it has a beginning. It has a beginning at the moment of our conception when God breathes into us his Holy Spirit, when God implants in us his image, when he, when he uh, gives us our noetic faculty, which likens us to himself, which likens us to the angels. That, and that image is that pure potential that has to be realized, that has to be actualized so that we can attain to likeness to him. And what does it mean to be, to be like God? What does it mean to attain to that fulfillment of all the potential of our human nature and all the potential of that image that God implanted within us so that we might mirror him in the world? We can only do that by cooperation with the will of God. And what is the will of God? That we love one another as he loves us. And he loved us being willing to give himself for us. As he said, no man has greater love than this, than that he give his life for his friends. He gave his life for us. That love that we are called to have, which likens us to God, is a love in which we open our minds and open our hearts and open our arms to the embrace of love of everyone that we encounter. No matter who they are, no matter what they look like, no matter what they have or don't have, that we love like God loves. And when we do, when we strive for that, it is not with our, simply with our own love, with our own weakness, that we reach out to love the other. It is with the very strength of his energy, of his activity, of his will, and of his love that works through us. Not only to embrace the other in love, but to raise up, to heal, and ultimately to lead to salvation, which is nothing other than the communion of love with him. <coughs> this is the real meaning of the incarnation. This is the meaning of, of his coming, coming among us, of his taking our own humanity and becoming what we are that we might, he might liken us to himself and raise us up to the very throne of the Father in heaven. And what an awesome thing that is, that we might be raised up 
to the very throne of God in him, with him, by him, through him. The creator became flesh. He became a little baby. He became an infant. He became a, a child. He became an adolescent. Amazing. <laughs> uh, he became an adult. So that he might live our life. So that he might experience our life. So that we can completely identify with him. He identifies with us. So that we might identify with him. So, as we, as we celebrate Christmas, let's, let's think about this, this great mystery of God's condescension towards us, that he might raise us up to himself, that he might embrace us with his love, an embrace which lasts for all eternity, in, through which and in which we, we grow from glory to glory, through the endless ages. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.